0: on Italian radio show Italians historically speaking some of the smartest people on the planet today we tell you about Italian geniuses coming right up on Italian radio show I want you should send them a message from us, from us, from
1: us, from us. I love you piano and
0: folks, and welcome to the Italian Radio Show, part of West Coast Italian Radio, right down here in the beautiful Palm Springs area with KMET, 1490 AM, 98.1 FM, and affiliate of the ABC News and Talk Radio Network. My name is Tony Lestelli, your host, and I have the lovely Marzia Caputo from Vincenza, Italia, here with me. Marzia, you how you, do you doing? Hi, hey, Ciao, ciao, Tony. How you I doing? I mean, I always give you this big bullet up as like my co-host, you know. You should be, you need to give me a big build up on one of these days. I mean, you know. Hey. Ah, forget yeah. about it. I am the one with action.
2: What are you talking about?
0: <laughs> All right. Well, you folks, you're uh, listening to us, of course, down here at the lovely Southern California area. Uh, KMET, but you could also be hearing us in other parts of the country, depending upon where you are located, because we have many wonderful affiliate stations all over the USA that carry our signal various times of the week, um, and you can even listen to us online. You can stream us live every Monday, 4 o'clock Pacific time, by going to our webpage, page. Just remember the acronym for West Coast Italian Radio, WCIR.biz. There's a little link at the top of the page. You click on that, it takes you right to our show page with KMET ABC, and just click on the link there and stream the show on your mobile device, on your computer. And, you know, also uh, we have all of our wonderful shows and archives available on our podcast. Same link, go to our website, WCIR.biz, click the same link. Go to the page here at KMET, and you can also listen to our show in archives. Uh, as soon as we're done with today's show, it goes right up into the archives, So we got about seven hundred hours of great, great shows there from the last seven years, uh, with some wonderful, wonderful guests. And speaking of wonderful guests, we have a great guest coming up later in today's show. Great author who's going to tell us all about the life of the famous. Italian conductor, Arturo Toscanini, looking forward to that interview very much. But we meanwhile, uh, you know, March, now it's time for us to do our Italian news stories, you know. Italian news. Oftentimes, I will tell you, when it comes to Italian or Italian-American news, the the facts are stranger than the fiction, as you hear me say every week. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's start right in with this week's, uh, you know, news stories, this uh, is something that I got out of a thing called Art News that came out recently. Um, this was just about a month ago, January 11th, 2022. Um, remains of a wealthy Roman trading town hmm. are found uh, in England beneath a place where they're planning and building future train tracks, Okay. Apparently this this place the town is called Northamptonshire England and this it's been hiding the remains of this affluent Roman trading town for more than 1700 years according to archaeologists who are working there in the area okay so uh, i guess you know, they're getting ready like to put a railroad in uh you know like new railroad tracks and they're digging down there you know so, they get like a foundation or something to put the tracks on. Uh, and they discover, they dig a little bit, they discover this ancient Roman town there. Um, they, you know, they, there's the, they got buildings, they found hundreds of coins, they found water wells used. Uh, and they think the people there were very, very prosperous because they're finding all this jewelry, all this fine pottery. I mean, that's kind of amazing if you think about it, and it shows you kind of the 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 broadness, Mm -hmm. geographically speaking, of the Roman Empire, you know?
2: It's one show that I used to watch it. I cannot remember the right name, but it's an underground city. And they show you all over the place like London, France, or um, every part of Europe, they find things under, I believe what, they find at the time? Um, like town, of Roman yeah, town. Yeah, yeah, yes, something exactly. New. It's beautiful. You stand on the top, it's already antique, and then you don't know that below is something more antique.
0: Well, see, and that just goes to show you that at one time, mm-hmm. Rome basically controlled what was then the entire world. I mean, everything from Sweden over to the island of England, you know, over to Turkey. I mean, everything was controlled by Rome, and they had their you know their legions all over the place. They had their towns all over the place, their settlements. And here's one more example of this. Hmm. Um, and they say this is just a very, very well preserved large Roman road. You know that was underneath this English town here. You know they had a lot of the the the, the buildings, the towns, the different, and certainly a lot of the artifacts still there. So. Um, Now, that's pretty interesting. They said that there is, um, they found something like 50,000 skeletons, if you can get this, um, that have been in that area that they think attribute to those people who lived. So, I mean, it was a big town, 50,000 people. I mean, you know, uh, that's a huge town, you know.
2: Nice, nice, nice.
0: So, there you go. That's our first story. Now, we're going to switch gears, and we're actually going to bring this back here to the United States for a minute. Um this is an interesting story it's entitled Mafia Tapes okay oh. now of course you know we don't want to give uh too much um credibility to the mafia because you know the mafia is um right. a very bad thing and I know it's been associated a lot with Italian Americans especially in this last century because of all the stuff on television and the movies so they go overboard on it. Yeah. It's part of our, our, uh, history. Uh, but you know, it represents just a very small part of our history right. and not the many, many wonderful Italian people and Italian American immigrants who came to this country did so much, but this is an interesting article because it is a, uh, I guess it's a new news show. This came out again almost about a month ago, January tenth, twenty twenty-two. That a uh, it's called Investica- Investigation Discovery, Investigation Discovery, uh, which is a program that's uh, doing a podcast now about these notorious mafia people, uh, and basically what they're doing. Is they're actually interviewing? This is like a real, you know, new, r- real life interviews. <clears throat> they, they call that's why they call them the mafia tapes. They're interviewing mm-hmm. people who were actually part of these uh, vicious mafia crews. Uh, one of the things was the, the, the Mayo crew. There's like a, i guess which was one of the big crime families the deMeo crew the deMeo crime family oh the ma- um, yeah the, the, actually the, i'm sorry the deMeo crew was part of the Gambino crime family mm-hmm. which was one of New York's most uh, notorious you know and the dangerous yeah. crime family and there's a guy that they're interviewing who was was one of their hitmen okay huh. um and his name was Dominic Montillo. Dominic Montilio. I guess he was a great uh, you know uh well, he was a a great figure within that family and in and the New York area in terms of great from the crime perspective not great from the the public perspective because he killed a lot of people for the crime family okay and said and he goes on he tells his whole story about when he was young he was trying to um not become part of the family, and I actually know part of this is true because I had a friend of mine uh, who did kind of like the, what this guy did. Um, he actually joined uh, the the uh, the army, and he served in Vietnam because he was trying to get out of the family business. Figured he'd get in the military. I know another guy who actually did that. Joined the Marines, and he actually did get out of the family business. He then went on to have a really great career. Uh, in, in the uh in When the you Marines. get in, it's hard to believe. Yeah, but this guy did not have that luck. This guy, apparently after getting, uh, coming back from Vietnam, uh, he was, he, he got caught up in it, and he became, you know, basically part of the American Cosa Nostra. His job was, you know, essentially to kill people. Uh, but mm-hmm. anyway, there's this very interesting, um, this so interesting series now. And I guess they're going to be each week trying to mm. get one of these people uh, they, they're going to be interviewing these people. Oh, they, I don't know they, where they're kidding. It these
2: did? That's huh? the thing. They the, the interview. They're talking about what? Well, yeah. The,
0: apparently, he's oh, wow. talking about now. You know, this guy is sounds like he's quite elderly right now. So probably, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, a lot of the people that you know, he he, he, he wouldn't necessarily be in danger of telling a story because probably everybody is dead now. Okay, I mm-hmm. know this guy because if, if he was big shot back like in the seventies. I'm thinking this guy's probably now like, you know, in his 80s or 90s. So, you know, pretty much everybody is dead. He's just, but he's telling about it. Whereas uh, that, you know, if it was going on right now, he probably would be in, in more danger. But uh, it sounds like an interesting thing. You might want to look up and check it out. we got a great show coming up, Marcia a great show today. It's all about Italian geniuses. Mm-hmm. And I know this is why you work with me, because you consider me to be, to be such an Italian genius, you know? Ah, so, uh, ah, sorry. It was that song. You're, you're <laughs> laughing. No, sorry. Italian sarcasm is coming <laughs> up in, like, in a future show. But this, you okay. know.
1: But you're still <laughs> doing the sarcasm.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I get it. I get it. Well, anyway, good. folks, we're going to be right back after this quick word from our sponsors. You're listening to the Italian radio show with KMET, an affiliate of the ABC News and Talk Radio Network down here in Palm Springs. This is Tony Lestella with the Italian Radio Show. Every day, 20 veterans take their own lives. That's 20 too many. You need help? Want to end veteran suicide? Go to SaveVetLives.org to learn more.
3: Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. The owner of a local liquor store told me to forget the flavors, so I make only vodka-flavored vodka, smooth and gluten-free. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito's Vodka.com.
0: store near you.
2: Authentic pizza from Napoli right here
0: in the Northwest? With multiple occasions at Puget Sound, Bella provides real Neapolitan pizza. Plus the grab-and-go products at QFC, Costco, and Fred Meyer. Take-and-bake pizzas, grab-and-go salads, pastas, sauces, tiramisu, I hear you could even add them to your Smith Brothers Farms
3: order.
2: Tutta Bella, the real deal for authentic Napolitan pizza and Italian
0: food. Go to their website today to learn more at tutabella.com.
3: Cheers. 80 proof Tito's handmade vodka distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com.
0: Folks, we're going to take a 10 second break to allow our affiliate stations across the country to give you their station identification.
2: You're listening to West Coast Italian Radio.
0: Broadcasting at KMET 1490 in Palm Springs, part of the ABC News and Talk Radio Network. So now, Marcia, my favorite part of the show, of course, the food segment. And who else do we have who can really present some great food but Chef Pito. Today, he's going to tell us how to make pasta norma. Pasta Mm -hmm. norma, which is really, really good. And this segment, remember, is brought to you by our great sponsor, Tito's Handmade Vodka out of Austin, Texas, that does so much for charities and different things across the country. Folks, next time you have a special event, make sure that Tito's is a part of it. Let's hear from Joe Cantali, Chef Pino.
4: Hey, this is Chef Pino, welcome to Microcina. Today i want to show you a truly Sicilian dish was born in the 19th century in the city of Catania doing a tribute to the opera La Norma by Vincenzo Bellini. The playwright Nino Martoglio, while tasting this dish, he shut out Qu'estana Norma and the rest is culinary history. So let me show you how, let me show you what you need to make this dish possible. Let's start with some peeled tomatoes, some fresh basil and garlic. And of course, the pasta. The pasta I use on bucatini or pezzatelle, which is the same. My preference is a rumo pasta, which is imported from Italy. Really good pasta. Next is the ricotta cheese. Typical Sicilian hard cheese to grate on top of the pasta makes this dish authentic. Now for the eggplant. This is a very important part of this dish to make the dish authentic. It's not something you can get out of a can. You have to do the eggplant yourself. Take the cap off the eggplant like this, and just make slices about half inch thick, and should look like something like this. Now that you have the eggplant all sliced, just lay them out in the tray like this, and just lightly salt it to get the water out. Squeeze the water out because it's very bitter with it. I squeeze them out just like this, like it's squeezing a sponge. You see the water coming out of the eggplant. That tastes very bitter if you don't get that out. Now you need to brush some olive oil on both sides of the eggplant, just like this. So you could use a frying pan to uh, to uh, fry it, or I use a stovetop grill. It creates the marks. It's just more for looks. Remember, the eggplant is a very important part of this dish. So uh, without this, it would not be pasta norma. Once it's grilled on both sides, then you have to cut it into small little strips, about a half inch thick. And uh, I also use the the ending of the eggplant. I usually add that to the sauce, makes it more tasty. It tastes more like the eggplant. Now let's start with the sauce. Of course, I started with garlic. Every Italian starts with garlic. So get the garlic nice and translucent add your tomatoes this is a fresh marinara sauce very simple to make it doesn't take long to cook and very delicious you add some basil some fresh basil remember never cut the basil with a knife always rip it with your hands so now I add a little bit of white wine just to make these the uh, tomatoes more translucent now I add those end pieces to the sauce to give it more flavor but not all the eggplant pieces. Leave the rest for the top of the pasta to the top of the pasta. And now we have ourselves pasta a la
0: So now that we've had our our recipe of the uh, of the month from Joe Cantal, he gives us a great recipe every month. I think it's time to bring him on the show here live to do some Italian, or let's say some Sicilian phrases. We're to have him do them in Sicilian. We'll see if Marcia can get them and, and you know, and, and translate them for us, okay? Joe, okay. nice to have you back here. How are you doing? Good, good.
4: Ciao, a tutti. You
0: know, yeah, every I time must. I listen to one of your recipes, I get hungry. I got to tell you. So, you know. <laughs> well, that's the idea, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to make you this pasta norma. So what do you have for us today in regards to our Sicilian proverbs and phrases?
4: Okay, so we're we're talking about geniuses. I got one for you. All right, all right. Cunente oh. <laughs> fa
2: Okay, I can say, um, I'm not sure, sure about cuente. I understand you don't do nothing wrong in the end, but in the beginning, what does mean cuente?
4: Fan niente. Niente.
2: Oh, the one who doesn't do nothing, it will not
0: do nothing wrong.
4: Exactly. Well, the, the
0: one who does nothing. You got it. The one who does nothing will do nothing wrong. Can't do anything wrong. <laughs> We don't do anything right either. <laughs> That's
4: what a genius is.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. That sounds good. All right,
4: give us another one. Ma che hai un vermo tagliarino?
2: Okay, sounds like a bad word to the end. But I could be wrong. <laughs> Say again.
4: Ma che hai un vermo tagliarino?
2: Ma che hai un vermo...
4: Un vermo tagliarino.
2: Tagliarino. What you have, do you have a vermo? E tagliarino that tagliarino?
4: No, it, it, when you translate it, do you have the you, do you have the tapeworm?
1: Oh, makes sense.
4: <laughs> All right, so so what's the whole thing? What, what, do, you, you have, you have the,
2: what do you have? You have the
4: vermo
2: Sì, verme è lo stomaco, capito? how say in English? ringworm? no, uh, the tapeworm. Tapeworm.
0: Okay, so it's what you have, you have a tapeworm. Yes. Yeah, that, that's definitely. okay. <laughs> so, never... so what, what, what is the inference in that in that proverb? I'm just curious. Uh, what is
2: the
4: meaning? That means you 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 eat you
0: eat the eat. It's the Wait, nonstop. Oh, you you not, never stop eating. Okay. Well, that's an Italian. Like that. <laughs> All right, give us one more. Um
4: Cu campo vecchio se fa.
2: Oh, okay, okay. See? live longer, um older you get.
0: Live right. longer, the older you get. That's pretty good. Cu uh, campo vecchio se fa.
2: Un campo, baby. It's Arabic. This is Arabic. <laughs> <That's so laughs> I got so words.
4: So I'm, so make, so I'm so making so a list of all those words. Someday we'll talk about it.
0: <laughs> they came across Divorcely. the ocean. It's the lost tribe of Israel, the Sicilians. We might tell you, they're God's chosen <laughs> people as far as the Italians go, right? So, what's right. the meaning of the last one? Give us it in English. Uh, what?
2: Oh, what's the meaning of the Who live longer? Well, if
0: you live a good, a healthy life, you live longer. So if you live a healthy life, you live longer. Well, that that, that rules all of us out, doesn't it? In other words, if if you keep on living, you're going to get older. Exactly, exactly.
4: That's basically in a nutshell.
0: And it beats the hell out of the alternative. Well, thank you, Chef Pino, Joe Cantali. It's always great having you on the show, and uh, we look forward to the next time. And our Italian phrases are brought to us, of course, by our great sponsor, Tutta Bella Pizzeria, the best Neapolitan pizza in the Northwest, multiple locations throughout the Puget Sound area. For real pizza, try Tutta Bella. All right, Marzia, so our Artist of the Week, again, kind of sticking with our theme of Italian geniuses, every year we have the San Remo Festival out of Italy that basically gives us the best music from Italy, actually a lot of times the best music from Europe. Uh, and over the years, you know, the genius uh, have, that's come out of there with Italian music has caught on all over the world. I mean, look, Madison won last year, and now right. they're catching on everywhere else, including across America. So what you've done here, which I think is great, is you've picked out what some of the top people that are competing at the festival this year. In fact, it's going on right now. Uh, and you have to check online to see what the actual winners are going to be. Oh, like I say,
2: it's one group tomorrow night, another group, and right, now right, right. people talking about here this. Here's
0: what uh, the experts are telling us are going to be our, the top three winners that you can expect at this year's San Remo Festival. Of course, this is their pick. We'll see what really happens. We're going to start here, first of all, with song number three mm-hmm. uh, that they think is going to come in third place. This is by Anna, no, I'm sorry, this, yeah, Anna Mena, right? Anna Mena? Anna Mena. Anna, Anna, Anna Mena. what's the name of the song? It's 200.000 Ore. All right, let's listen, listen to a clip from that.
1: Okay. All right, so that
0: was Anamena. So now the song that the experts tell us. That are that is supposedly supposed to come in second place uh, is a song by Maniskin. They were the ones who won last year. And they become a big international head touring even now across America. And what's the name of the song that they're up for this year? Caroline. Caroline. Yeah, they take American songs and then they kind of Italianize them, don't they? So nice. No, cool. All right, so let's listen, Let's listen to a clip of this song here. Was so now uh, the last one we're going to play for you, this is the one that all the experts are saying should win this year's San Remo. Uh, this guy, Mahmoud, uh, that's how you say Mamod. he won a couple Mahmoud. of years ago, right? Right.
2: He was first place. couple. And it so was a new group
0: for the younger group. group. Gotcha. Okay. Now he's partnered with Mahmoud and Blanco. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, it's kind of two artists come together. What's the name of the song they're doing? Breviti. Brividi. Well, that's a good song. It means to drink, right? No, brividi. No.
2: you know when you're uh, cold, and you're
0: shaking. Oh, you're shaking. <laughs> or, oh, uh... that's right. Brividi is the drink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> to drink. Any excuse to drink. If you're cold and shaking, then maybe you got to. Never bring mind. Up. Just yeah, yeah, brividi. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So here is who they think is going to be the winner. Of course, you got to go to the San Remo 2022 website to actually see. Who is gonna win? And I think uh the contest actually was over last night, so it should be posted yeah. there today. So make sure you check that out. And let's listen to the last person here uh who they anticipate was supposed to be the winner, Mahmoud and Blanco Brividi. <laughs>
1: Di parlare e pagherai per andar via. Accetterai anche una bugia e ti guarderai e al Sbaglio sempre e mi, mi vango di Tu che mi svegli il mattino, tu che sporchi il letto divino. Nu caro, farò dora. la testa, passa l'acqua, pesco a dormire.
0: store near you. Authentic pizza for Napoli right here in the Northwest. With multiple occasions at Puget Sound, Bella provides real Neapolitan pizza. Plus the grab-and-go products at QFC, Costco, and Fred Meyer. Take-and-bake pizzas, grab-and-go salads, pastas, sauces, tiramisu, I hear you could even add them to your Smith Brothers Farms order.
2: Tutta Bella, the real deal for authentic Napolitan pizza and
0: Italian food. Go to their website today to learn more at tutabella.com.
3: Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas. We're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito's Vodka.com.
0: Hello and welcome back to the Italian Radio Show, part of the ABC News and Talk Radio Network, down here with KMET Palm Springs. My name is Tony Lestella, your host, with my co-host Marcia Caputo. And our whole topic of today's show is Italian geniuses. And God knows there's been a lot of Italian geniuses over the uh, centuries, you know, everybody from Leonardo da Vinci on down Michelangelo, the, the list could go on and on and on, Puccini, Verdi, but one that is near and dear to me, because I spent many years in New York and Europe as an opera singer for the first half of my life. I was an operatic tenor. And one of the people that we held in huge esteem was the renowned conductor Arturo Toscanini. I mean, his name was in in the world of opera was like synonymous with God almost. I mean, he just was, was there was no one like Toscanini. I mean, we were talking about a guy who conducted these opera sc- scores. There were three hundred pages long with multiple instruments by memory, by memory, and had they made have- some of the most memorable live recordings of all time. You know. Let's say it right, maestro. Let's say maestro. right, no, maestro. Maestro. So we have here a wonderful, wonderful artist with us, also in her own right. Um, she is an author. She has produced television and uh, and motion pictures, radio, everything from New York to Los Angeles. Lucy Johnson, welcome to our show. And interestingly, when I was first saw the title of your book, this was Toscanini the maestro, my father and me, the first thing that came to mind is, oh my God, she, you know, she's Italian. She married someone named Johnson and Toscanini was like her father, but that's not <laughs> the case. So tell us, tell us the real case here in the book.
5: That, that would have been a good trick if you were my dad. Uh, no, my father was Samuel Antek, who was the co-author of this book. And my father was a first violinist in the NBC symphony for 17 years under the baton of the maestro uh which was the
0: the MBC 70 C- by the way if i remember that was the one that recorded all those great operas and what was amazing is he recorded those operas live it wasn't like they did a bunch of takes like they do now i mean he would literally record those live like almost like a performance
5: right that, right and his recordings uh some of which were done from the live recordings of the radio 10 television broadcasts in the 40s and 50s. But some were done in the studio, not necessarily the opera ones. And they're still available. I mean, it, it's such a treat to go to YouTube or to Amazon or whoever and listen to or or purchase some of these recordings. They're- some of the
0: greatest recordings of opera ever made with some of the greatest opera stars. Absolutely, but Toscanini certainly was the head of the pack i mean I, I don't care who you were talking about there toschini was 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 the head guy and i mean from everybody from caruso literally on down you know
5: i absolutely singers loved loved working with him and he loved working with great artists and you know you talk about geniuses before he he even in his day he was considered an artistic genius he didn't have to wait you know, centuries or decades or centuries to to be given that honor. Yeah, um, yeah. Ricardo, so,
0: so tell us how this book came about. So your father was the first violinist for the NBC, the NBC orchestra so, there under Toscanini for how many right, years?
5: All of the seventeen years that they were an orchestra.
0: All right. So then, how From did the you come about of- writing the book?
5: So when when the orchestra when Toscanini retired in 1954, my father wrote a memoir, really a very musical history accented memoir about his 17 years of what it was really like to work with the maestro. It's not a biography, it's a behind the scenes, intimate portrait of working with this artist. And I I say it's it's like being invited into a masterclass with an artistic genius but but my father's style is so conversational and so accessible that there are wonderful anecdotes but it's also very very musically oriented it shouldn't it should be as interesting to enthusiasts as it would be to musicians it 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 doesn't uh, you don't have to be a musician to appreciate it and a few years ago it was Toscanini's 150th birthday right and i said wait a second I want to look at my dad's book again because his words were being quoted in many different articles and books that were coming out to your, celebrate. Your, dad,
0: your dad's words from his memoirs. Yeah, got from you, his got book. Yeah. And
5: so I said, I want to reissue this book. And I did. And now that's what you were looking at. And what I did is yes, I reissued his original chapters and his original text. I used also some of the same photographs that have now become iconic of Toscanini in process, these gorgeous black and white portraits. And what I did is I created my own intros to each of his chapters that also recall my childhood, growing up in a home where Toscanini was the central figure in our home.
0: Wow, that's
5: and And his picture sat on our piano from ever since I can remember, And it's still there downstairs in my on my piano, which I have to
0: ask you a question, because, again, um, I never, uh, you know, uh, got to meet Toscanini. By the time I got into opera, he had already passed away. But, of course, he was always held in such high esteem. And I remember as a young artist, we were encouraged frequently to study his recordings because of the way that, you know, he did the operas was so fantastic. But I but now you know I have to ask you when my daughter was was small I would say maybe 4 or 5 years old um she would come with me to these opera rehearsals that I would have and you know I would be on stage in a dress rehearsal or whatever and she would be in the audience everybody the cast loved it because she would bring all of her Barbie dolls and in in this empty theater there where she would be playing in some row there in the middle of the audience while her father was on stage rehearsing so did you ever have a similar experience with your dad bringing you to a rehearsal
5: well the answer is yes but in two different ways okay my mother brought me to a rehearsal of the nbc symphony because of course my father was in the symphony and how old were you but i i was i was too young to attend the concerts so let's say i was 5 or 6
0: okay all right
5: i, I still wasn't old enough to attend the real concerts on saturday yeah, yeah. but i was also as my mother said you know shh, you know it was always <laughs> keep quiet <Yeah>. keep quiet <laughs> But conversely, when my dad became a conductor and he, he became rather renowned, uh, and he was his first uh, major job was conducting the New Jersey Symphony while he still was first, uh, first violinist for NBC. So he kept both positions. I was now old enough to go to those concerts and especially his children's concerts. Yeah. So yeah. I would sit in the audience, but sometimes I'd sit, stand in the wings. And uh, just have great, you know, pride of seeing my father being on stage. So it's kind of a, a double answer. Yes, uh, I don't remember officially meeting Toscanini. I, I wish I could remember that. I, yeah, But yeah. Uh, after doing this book and spending so much time with him in pictures and in text and in letters, I have a real soft spot for him. Like you
0: feel like you know. Well, the and the other reason I ask you this is because you know we all, of course, of course hold Tuscanini in such high esteem, but you know we have uh, for next week coming on our show, Dina Martin, Dean Martin's daughter. Okay, and she talks with us about growing up. You know, basically with the Rat Pack. I always said they're how because these were her father's closest friends. So she, when she thinks of Frank Sinatra and she thinks of <laughs> uh, Sammy Davis and these guys, they're not like these iconic figures. Just, mm-hmm. Oh, it's Uncle Frank, Uncle. They, they're very casual figures. I mean, it, not that she doesn't respect; she, she has oh, great of respect course. for them. But you know what I'm saying? There's she more sees of this thing, from a
5: different point. Yeah, of yeah language, where she
0: yeah. doesn't think of them as famous people. She thinks things. Oh, they're just members of my family. So, I don't know if you had any type of an experience like that. I just was curious well he
5: i, I he was too much older and more remote and he was he wasn't hanging out at our house. Yeah, my yeah. parents would go to his home for different social occasions for the orchestra, or there's even a chapter in the book when my dad visits him up in a beautiful estate in Riverdale for real one- on one talk about music and Verdi wow. Giuseppe Verdi. Uh, who wow. Toscanini played cello for. Yeah. About yeah. It, just think. Yeah. About it. And, uh, Puccini was a good friend and, and etc. cetera. Oh, but, um, the, 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 the relationship that they had, which wasn't, I wouldn't say mentor and mentee. It wasn't quite that way. But I mean, Toscanini was many years older than my dad. And, yeah, yeah. uh, so there, in the book, you'll see not only are there, uh, fascinating and explicit descriptions of Toscanini's musical approach to compositions and to the orchestra, but also the different social interaction that that they would have or that he would have with members of the symphony. Right, so they right. weren't necessarily my personal ones. My personal ones are more hearing him on the radio yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, hearing the stories at the dinner table or at the breakfast table after a concert or before a concert about the rehearsals and some of the more earthy um <laughs> expressions that Toscanini would have. I mean, oh, yeah, Vergogna <laughs> Ver- or un pasticcio are tame compared to what he what he was became famous for. And as my dad used to say, Toscanini was a peasant at rehearsals and an aristocrat in the
0: concert hall. <laughs> That's uh, a great one. That's so good. Well, so now we only have a little, mo- uh, about a minute left here. So tell everybody how they can get a copy of this wonderful book. This was Toscanini, the maestro, My Father and Me, uh, basically written by your father, Samuel Antek, his uh, his first violinist, and you, the daughter, kind of putting all this together and and, and coming out with a whole reissue of of the book. How can people get hold of this?
5: Well, the, the first and easiest way is click on Amazon. It's right there. Um, your local bookstore or Barnes and Noble, they may not have it stacked on the shelves. You know, luckily they've sold out, but you, they will order it for you. But the, the fastest and easiest and most efficient is good old Amazon. Uh, and, uh, this is a book. I call it a memoir wrapped in a memoir.
0: A Memoir Wrapped in a Memoir. A musical love story. A pleasure having you on thank our you. show today. And uh, I am so looking for you. Know, I just received this a few days ago. So I'm so looking forward to reading it. And, uh, you know, Toscanini holds a very special place in my heart. And thank you so much for putting all this together for the world. I mean, what a wonderful
5: gift. Grazie
0: a The people of the world with this. We'll be having you back on the show sometime soon.
5: Thank you.
0: All right folks, you're listening to the Italian radio show West Coast Italian Radio, part of the ABC News and Talk Radio Network with KMET Palm Springs. We'll be back after the short word from our sponsors. Don't go away.
3: Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In the mid-90s, I bought a piece of land with a credit card check and built the very first micro-distillery in the history of the state of Texas. Cheers! 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito's Vodka.com.
0: Store near you.
2: Mamma mia, tutta bella pizza is fantastic.
6: Joe Fuggier, their owner, is here to tell
0: us more. Yes, authentic pizza from Napoli with seven convenient locations across Puget Sound. Plus grab and go products at UFC Costco and Fred Meyer. That's right, Tony, absolutely. From our kitchen to yours, take and bake pizzas, fresh grab and go salads, tiramisu, and just this week we've added two great new jarred sauces, rustic marinara and traditional Bolognese. Learn more today at tutabella.com.
6: Pacific Food Importers has been distributing Mediterranean food products in the greater Seattle area since 1971. Beginning as an olive import company, PFI has evolved into a well-known wholesale food distributor in the Pacific Northwest. Servicing restaurants, grocers, manufacturers, and caterers. Family-owned and operated, PFI stocks a wide variety of cured meats, specialty cheeses from around the world, and a vast range of Mediterranean products. Visit PacificFoodImporters.com for more information or to contact us.
0: our song of the week Marie Chiare, with Tony Stella Tanner and Vinnie Frioli guitar from the Caramia album wants I spot
1: on the moon Marie Chiare and the moon Se si ne vota l'olone del mare e la priete canno colore, buona svoto la luna ammarchiare ammarchiore che sto i la a the a a I'm <speaking> you <in Spanish> A marchiare ci sta una fenestra. La pasiana mi agge tutt'oscura. Nuca rofa rofa. testa passa l'acqua pe sotto il mormulea. Amar chiare ci sta una fenestra.
0: So now it's time to talk about our great events that we have coming up over the next 30 to 60 days. Uh, We have many other events way out on the horizon that we've mentioned in some of the earlier shows, we're going to really focus on just the main events that are going on in the Western United States, since we are technically the West Coast Italian radio show, although sometimes we will hit events in the other parts of the country, even in other areas of the world if they're big enough. But typically speaking, we like just to focus on some of the major events uh, coming up here in the Western USA. Folks, if you have an event you would like, to submit to our show, please do so. Uh, you can send it directly. Go to our website, wcir.biz, and there is a link there where you can send us an email, send us an email, tell us all about your event. If, uh, it, it, you know, if it's not big enough for us to feature on our regular event calendar here live every week, we will at the very least get it on our event calendar on the website, which lists all the events going on throughout the Western USA, the little events, even the meetings just of your local Italian organization. So please do send us all your events, whatever their size is. And one way or the other, we'll get some word out for you, whether it's on the website or here on the show. So first of all, uh, as we get into the month of February here Marcia, Marzia,
2: mm-hmm.
0: we still have one more Andre Bocelli concert that's going to be happening out west here. That's going to be February 19th and 20th. Uh, Andre Bocelli is at the Footprint Center in Phoenix, Arizona. I'm sure you can contact them or Ticketmaster or someone in that area there for your tickets. Now, on February 20th, the very next day, not that I am at the same level of Andre Bocelli by any means. Um, However, we do want to tell you about your... Radio show host here, Tony Listella. I'm going to be doing a fundraising event for the Knights of Columbus up in the Seattle area, actually in Linwood, Washington, just a little north of Seattle. And uh, we do a Frank Sinatra dinner show. So we're going to do a Sinatra Valentine's dinner show. Why is on February 20th? Is the February 13th is the Super Bowl. That was, you know, originally we were going to do it, but, you know, no one's going to cut to a show when the Super Bowl's on. So... Uh, and since the Valentine's Day hits in the week where people have to go to work before you put it off till the next week. If it's a nice, very nice show, hope you guys can make it. If you live up in that area, all you got to do is go to com You can get your tickets there. And we've been doing this a long time. The band and I, about 25 years, a great tribute to, uh, the greatest Italian American singer of all time, Mr. Frank Sinatra. February 26th and 27th is the Italian Festival of Arizona, taking place down in Phoenix, Arizona. I'm sure you can go online and find out more about that. March 5th is the Austin Italian Festival in Austin, Texas. Uh, Austin is a wonderful, wonderful town. I've spent some time there. i got some family who moved there from New York. Beautiful, beautiful place. If you're down in the area on March 5th, be sure to check out the Austin Italian Festival. March 13th and 14th, we have the Taste of Italy in Houston. Now, this sounds like a fun event. I guess what it is is um, it's the biggest Italian trade show in the United States where they bring in a lot of different goods and services and stuff that, you know, originated in Italy, and it's taking place down there in Houston, Texas. So if you're down in that area, please be sure to check it out. March 17th through 20th. In Las Vegas, Nevada, we have the San Gennaro Feast. I know they have different San Gennaro festivals around the country, but if you go to Las Vegas, they always put on a great, great show and a great festival down there, March 17th to 20th. And I know you can get great uh, tickets to get uh, airline tickets to get into Las Vegas uh, at a discount from different parts of the country. So it's well worth seeing. March 19th, here's one you'll like, Marcia, Albano. Albano, live, his live tour of 2022, after two years of being away on account, of course, of COVID, he's returning to America with an Italian concert. He's doing concerts in in other places as well, but the one we know about out west here is going to be in Los Angeles at the Wilshire Ebel Theater on March 19th. Sounds like a lot of fun Uh, on Albano as one of the most beloved and famous Italian singers of all time. March 19th, also uh, in Texas, in the, is the Dickinson Little Italy Italian Festival of Galveston. Galveston, Texas, love that place. Got a lot of friends down there. If you're in that area, make sure you check it out. And last but not least, April 9th is the Dallas Italian Festival in Dallas, Texas, with all of our Italian friends down there. Now, you know, Marcy, I have to tell you, people, if they really want to have a little more Italian radio every week, What they need to go do is they need to go onto our website and they need to subscribe to our after hours show, Radio Italiano Lucerosa. Basically, it's the red light show, folks. It's where we tell you what we really think about things. Of course, you got to be 18 years and over to subscribe, but you don't want to miss this show because we got great guests on there and we really get into our topics in a nitty gritty way uh, without mincing words, so to speak. Uh, whereas, you know, when we're on an FCC station like ABC here, we have to be careful with what we say. So uh thank God for the Internet and podcast, because then you could get the true Italian treatment of people expressing themselves vividly. Check, check that out at your first convenience. Our new website is up, so go to wcir.biz, where you can check out our after-hours show. You can also... Get our regular show here, which is on our podcast. When we're done with this show, it goes right up into our archives. and We have podcasts there of all of our shows from the last seven years. I think we had about 700 hours worth of shows there. Great, great guests. Uh, and just share them with your friends, share them with your family all over the place. We also have the first international Italian business directory up there on our Um, website, and we're adding more and more businesses all the time. Our goal is here within the next couple of years, no matter where you are on the planet, you can go to our website at wcir.biz and you can find an Italian business, whatever you're looking for in your you know local area right there. Thank you so much for tuning in. Marcia Caputo, do you have anything to add to any of this?
2: Nothing. You're great, and honestly, they sound all good as festival. So... Can well, we
0: always have a great time with, uh, on the show together. Folks, thank you so much for tuning in. And remember, we'll be back next week with a brand new show with the Italian radio show, KMET Palm Springs for the ABC News and Talk Radio Network. A salute.
1: Ciao. While rain is falling, I cry with you. Go!